This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Matt Velasquez joins us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. And that's kind of what it seems like, Matt, is that this series, even though it is the Eastern Conference Finals, even though these are the two best teams in the East, the sense that we're getting from guys here on the station uh, and listeners is that this series is not going to be all too challenging. Off the bat, Matt, how do you see this one playing out between the Bucks and the Raptors? You know, I would caution against that, uh, saying that it's not going to be too challenging. Uh, the Raptors were the second-best team record-wise in the NBA all season. Um, they, they've had some, some great wins, some, some great contributions from up and down the lineup. We haven't seen as much of that from their bench during the playoffs. Um, but you know, all it takes is, is one game and you, you guys can get hot and start to get back towards their averages. Um, this team is a, a really strong defensive team, uh, a really, you know, capable offensive team with Kawhi Leonard at the center of all of it. Um, so I, I would caution against that. Obviously the Bucks played really well against the Celtics. The Raptors maybe played worse than you might've expected against a really tough Philly team. Um, so I think that, you know, going off of those series, it, it's, pretty normal especially especially if you're in milwaukee to expect the bucks to roll um but i i would caution against that because this this raptors team is really good what possible edge could toronto have on milwaukee you know i think that if their bench can get going uh they can they can really have a lot of guys who can hurt you uh they get og ananobi back uh, which is you know potential something that could happen during the course of the season that he's another guy you could throw at Giannis, you could throw at Middleton, you can really throw at anybody with with the way that he is able to be versatile defensively. Um, I, I think that you know if if Kawhi can get going, uh, and if the rest of the guys on, around him are willing to shoot, and, and they're able to um, kind of exploit that attention that the Bucks are giving to Kawhi, then maybe they can uh, you know they can they can get a couple games. I mean we've seen them come into five star form and get a win. Not very many teams were able to do that this year. And that was before they even got Marc Gasol. So, um, yeah, I, I think those are some things that stand out to me just kind of off the top of my head. Talking with Matt Velasquez, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. See, I don't, I don't want to be this confident. I don't want to be this overconfident because Toronto's been the team to me that I've been worrying about facing the most. And, I, I mean, I was rooting for the Sixers in that last series because I think Toronto, at least with their starters, can match up with the Bucks. But I look at the depth and I look at their bench – and I, I just see a team, and also the regular season bucks that we saw, Matt, where they don't lose consecutive games, where they beat teams that have beat them prior. I just look at this team, and as good as it would be for us to, you know, hype up the drama and say, ah, oh, this could go, I just, I don't see the Raptors winning four times against the Milwaukee Bucks. That, Matt, is unfathomable to me. I mean, I don't see it either. I mean, I, I could believe it. But if I'm making predictions, that's not what I would expect. Um, I think the Bucks, you know, just what they've done, the body of work, the the number of different lineups they can go to, now getting Malcolm Brogdon back uh, to full rotational opportunities, maybe not minutes, they'll still be on a minutes restriction at least to start the series, but to, to be a normal part of the rotation in some capacity um, throughout the full series. Um, they just have a, a ton of weapons. They can 
they can go small, they can go big. Even when they go small, they play big because they have they have Giannis, they have Miritich. You know, they can put um, just so many guys in different positions. Their bench is playing really well, and maybe maybe some of those guys come back to earth a little bit um, just because their numbers have just been so great that you know sustaining them could be difficult. Um, but you know, I, I still think that I would agree with you in saying that I, I don't see the Raptors winning four games against the Bucks in this series. Um, you know, if I had to put money on it. I'm expecting Lopez to have a better series this one than he did last one. You know, kind of over seven sticks in my mind that last game of the series. But still, I'm expecting more. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he's expecting more. I think his defense was, was generally pretty solid. Uh, Boston isn't the best matchup for him, uh, considering that they just generally didn't play a traditional big man. Uh, having Marcus Gasol um, means that, you know, the Raptors are going to ride him because – he he provides a, a level of defense and um, just you know scoring help, uh, pick and pop, you know, just a, a veteran presence that you know they really like uh, and a lot of options for them. But that's a, a good matchup for for Brook Lopez, at least better than than Al Horford uh, was with the Celtics. And so he can actually you know match up with him uh, on both ends of the court. It'd be interesting to see. You know how both teams decide to play that matchup. Whether Gasol guards Giannis, like sometimes other teams have had had centers guard Giannis and had their had their nominal power forward on Brook Lopez, so they can stretch out and defend him at the three point line. Um, but but no matter what, you know Brook Lopez should be in a better situation this series. It's just a function of will the shots fall. Matt Velasquez, Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter. The last series against Boston, it looked really bad after Game One because it looked like the Celtics had figured out everything the Bucks did well. It looked like they had an answer for. Now they made adjustments uh, and played better. As Budenholzer said, they had to do, they did, and they obviously win that series in five. What are the Bucks going to do to prevent game one in that series being copied in game one of this series? Because they came out just not – it didn't seem ready to play. They played right into Boston's hands. You knew it was coming. There was nothing to prevent it. And now you've had a week off between games – and I don't know what the answer to this is, and I get asked this on some radio hits too, is the week off good or bad for the Bucks? How do you see what this week off will do for Milwaukee and their chances tonight in game one? I think that that game one against the Celtics was actually a good thing. I know that a couple of players said that. Uh, Giannis mentioned that it was an embarrassment and that they don't want to suffer that kind of embarrassment again and that they can't. They can't just lose game one in that fashion or in any fashion, really, and, and be able to bounce back against a team as, as good as the Raptors. Whether that's true or not, um, you know, is, is a point of debate. I mean, if they lost game one, could they still win the series? I think they could. Um, but when you're a player, that's the mentality you want to have. I mean, you want to believe that you have to win um, every game and that you need to bring the, the requisite level of, of competitive fire or whatever you want to call it uh, to that game. I know George Hill mentioned that, you know, they they remember that game and they don't want to feel like that again. They don't want to have the same mistakes and come out with the same, you know, lethargy or whatever you want to call it. Um, they they got hit in the mouth and, and they want to be able to start the series on a strong on a strong note. That's what they worked all season for. That's what they won 60 games for was to start a series at home. And if it went seven to end the series at home. And so they're they're trying to take advantage of that home court and hold it down and be able to, you know, put the pressure on the Raptors. Giannis battled some injuries, uh, especially toward the part, end of that season, uh, the regular season, and had a little bit of an ankle uh, that was bothering him. How's he doing? How's his health? Is that ankle healed? 
Yeah, the ankle's fine. At least that's what uh, Mike Budenholzer said. That's what um, that's what Giannis has indicated. Um, you know, he, he tweaked his ankle a little bit uh, towards the end of the Celtics series, but he played through it. Uh, he's had plenty of time to to relax, to recuperate, to get treatment, uh, all those types of things. There's there's no reason to believe that he is in any way um, compared impaired heading into this into the series. We haven't talked much uh, over the last couple of weeks about the future of this team as we're living in the moment, but it's been a, a topic that's come up a lot, whether it was Bledsoe who signed an extension and even Brogdon or Middleton. Now that they're in the Eastern Conference Finals, that they got to this point and we think they'll get even further, has the play of the playoffs changed what you think the Bucks want to do this summer? Or is that did they have that plan going in maybe – if they're going to keep Middleton or, or even Brogdon, they knew that before these six weeks. Yeah, the, the owners have indicated that they'd be willing to pay the luxury tax for a winner. I mean, that, that's the time, if you're any NBA team, that's when you would consider paying the tax or you'd want to pay the tax when you believe you have a team that, compete, that can compete for the NBA championship. Otherwise, you are literally just giving all of your competitors money. Now, you're throwing money away with that luxury tax. And... You know, to keep this team together, to to be able to re-sign, um, you know, some of those top players, Middleton, Brogdon, potentially Lopez, maybe Miritich, you know, just be up and down the roster to keep these guys together. You're going to have to go into the luxury tax. Like, just, just that's just going to be how it is. And with the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, as the number one seed in the East, um, it you know, getting this far has really vindicated the approach they've taken, the guys they've signed, um, the the way that they're playing. And so they have a very real chance of getting to the finals and of potentially winning the finals. I mean, I think that that's fair to say when, when you have a team that's a 61 team that is playing as well as they are and um, is really firing. And it would make sense, you know, maybe depending on how this series goes, um, but it would make sense that with them being this close to, to the ultimate goal, um, that they've, they've proven that this team can do it or can at least compete for it or get close to it. And, and I would expect that they'd be willing to pay um, the amount of money it would take and, and potentially even go into the luxury tax to keep these guys together. Follow him, Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter. He'll be covering this series as he's covered the team all year. Uh, when you get to Toronto, my boy Chuck Freeman will be there with you if you could show him some spots to eat and enjoy uh, as he's got a very, I would say, negative opinion of Toronto. Chuck? Well, again, I... I've been there in a lot, many, 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 many years. So, um, yeah, I don't think I, I don't. They're number one. Their basketball history isn't very good. We got a much better history of basketball, but we'll see. I mean, last time I was in Toronto, was the whole downtown was closed. So, will you show them around, Matt? Yeah, I, I will. Toronto is one of my more favorite um, NBA cities, and I've only been there when it's been really cold. I was there during that polar vortex. You know, mm. stretched in January, and I still was willing to walk like ten minutes outside to get food, and it was t- totally worth it. Uh, and so I will, I will take Freem's under my wing as much as possible. Uh, I will try to um, to lead him to all the right places and and eat all the right food and drink all the right beers. Hey, how can I go wrong with that Velasquez got Maddie leading the way? Guide. Oh, how can I? Yeah, you can't go. But wrong. But you know what? He was. Uh, hey, he said he was there. It was freezing cold. The polar vortex. That was in July. He was there. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> That's it's no, sixty miles north of where we are. Boy, you—I've sh- never seen someone defend Canada as much as you have. 
It, you it's, loved it's a, him. It's a great town. It's a great town. No, Enjoy it. Take, full, take, take full advantage. Okay. Right. Well, just pointing out where it is on a map yeah. isn't a defense of I Canada. I feel like anytime I try shooting down or I do shoot down Canada, you got to come back for it. All right, Matt, go play in your room. Mommy and Daddy yeah. got to fight this one yeah. out. Well, good luck. All Have right, fun. man. Thanks, Matt. See ya. Matt Velasquez. Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.